Hi, I'm Kate Thomas, owner of North and Leisure. I help travelers and travel pros plan custom itineraries to Ireland, Scotland, and Atlantic Canada. And I'm Heather Christopher, owner of Heather Christopher Travel Consulting. I help time-starved couples and families plan seamless vacations. This is the true story of two travel professionals with over 20 years of experience that agreed to start a podcast. Find out what happens when we air the behind the scenes. This is Travel Pro Theory. Kate here. And Heather. (laughs) And this is Travel Pro Theory. This episode is all about budget. And I'm just going to actually say up front that this is our first time recording remotely. So uh, hoping for the best. (laughs) Um, We wanted to do... It only took us 15 minutes to get to this point. So (laughs) here's to hoping it actually records well. Yeah, I mean, just like everything else in life, just do it and hope for the best. Um, So we wanted to talk about budget because it's just so crucial for travel pros and for travelers. And this is a conversation Heather and I have like nonstop behind the scenes, um, especially coming from me on the supplier side, because this is uh, just like an ongoing frustration, pain point, whatever you want to call it. Here's how I look at it. I don't even take on trips without a budget anymore. Um, I will just say no to it flat out. And this is why, and this is why I think it's so important. Because if you mess up uh, the budget really badly on the first try, like the first run of an itinerary, I just feel like you're toast, right? First run is so crucial because like that first itinerary, the closer it is to what they really want, the higher your odds of closing the sale, don't you think? Absolutely. And you're, it's all about setting expectations. So, yes. and, and then managing those expectations. And yeah, 100%. So, 100%. go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just go this ahead. This is so much harder when I can't like see your face. <laughs> We always talk over each other. Well, I always try to talk over you. I mean, that's, I feel like oh, that's pretty yeah. normal, but I'm trying not yeah. to. Yeah. Now we're going to be a good listener. This. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to try to. Now I feel the pressure to be a good listener. Don't do it. Don't be a good listener. Just talk over. <laughs> I feel like this is when someone gives you a gift at Christmas and you weren't expecting. It's like, just don't, okay? I can't handle that pressure. <laughs> I also feel super self-conscious about laughing in the microphone. Like, oh, like I'm afraid to yeah. laugh. You sound fine, but now I'm self-conscious of like, oh, I don't really? want to be like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> like too laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's okay. so much better. I don't even think about it because I like laugh out loud by myself on the regular. Like if I see something funny, I just let it, let it out. Um, okay. Sorry. We're already Anyways, on budget. Budget. A little tangent. Okay, budget. Okay. Budget, budget, budget. So if you can't is... laugh about budget, though, it's not going to be fun at all. Oh, so. my gosh. Right? You gotta. You gotta. Every travel pro here knows you've had that client that they came to you and they said they had no budget. And that was, in fact, a lie. <laughs> they definitely have oh a budget. Gosh. They always have a budget. And here's the thing. This is the example I use all the time. I'm pretty sure I even have something similar to this on my website where it says, make you send me a budget. Um, If you send your $5,000 client a $30,000 trip, like they are not going to call you anymore. Like you've you've lost all trust. And then the the reverse 
totally true. If you send your thirty thousand dollar a five like client uh, a five thousand dollar trip, they're gonna be like. Uh, I mean, thanks, but not exactly what we were expecting. Um, so yeah, it totally goes back to what Heather was just saying with managing expectations. That's like, and and also, let's talk about time saving, because why even? Why are you even gonna like put yourself through the stress and the work of putting together an entire trip and having no idea if this is even within their budget? Right. You know. I, it, it well, it is. It's a waste of everybody's time. You're absolutely right, and I think, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, I think every travel advisor probably listening realizes that budget is such a tipping point of on a trip yeah. at the end of the day. But also, in terms of going, I think we can look at break this down in two directions that all still relate. In terms of going to your supplier, like someone like Katie or whomever. And you're like, oh, hey, we've got this couple. They're in their mid-40s and they want to spend 10 days. We're going to, you guys, we're going to use Ireland a lot as an example just yeah, because it's that's easy our, for that's us. That's our go-to. Yeah. <laughs> since Katie knows Ireland so well and sells it so well, like this is just going to be our default. So if you're offended by that, we're sorry. Actually, we're not. But Sorry. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. <laughs> yeah. Like we're going to use Ireland because it's an easy one to, to wrap around. But you're like, hey, Katie mid 40s they want 10 days you know typical island or oh our favorite word nice they want it to be (laughs) nice oh my god this is what i talked about i i talked about this today on my stories this was my travel tip today i was like don't use the word nice because it doesn't mean anything it is a useless piece of information and you're talking to a client and they just give you like oh i don't know i just want something that's nice they have given you nothing, like a zero They've sum. They've actually given you, yeah, <laughs> nothing is right. Yeah, nothing. And so we're, we're going to be giving you some action tips along the way. And I think like that's tip number one is get specific information. And by that, you just like, you're going to have to just open up a conversation and keep it going because they may not, most people don't want to come out and say their budget right up front. So it's something, and Heather's really good at this, like kind of reading between the lines, but then you got to get like info that's like, okay, service is really important to me. Or, you know, we don't really care about hotels. We just want a good location. Like, so those aren't numbers, but that does clue me in a little bit on a budget. And then you can sort of work from there a little bit. I will, um, and oh gosh, Katie, tell me if I'm lying. In your supplier cheat cheat sheet, do you have this question in there? Something about budget? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I I say that you have, yeah, you totally have to get budget. And actually a bonus, okay, so let me tell everybody what this is. I created supplier cheat sheet for travel pros to know what information they should have ready to send to their supplier in order to get a really good itinerary on the first try, right? So it has all the tips in there for you. Mm -hmm. Budget's definitely a big part of it. And then um, at the end of that, I even have some bonus like questions that you should ask, or not should ask, but that you could ask your client to kind of just like open up that conversation and give you more info about them and all of that stuff is going to tell you more about budget i mean someone who's wanting um like something that's more experiential 
versus someone who says, well, we may just want like hop on hop off tickets. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's That's a good one. Yeah, you're you're kind of like separating there, and then what you do after that because you still need a number, guys. This does this does not absolve you. Everybody, because everybody has a number. You just need everybody, to pinpoint it. Everyone does. What to do is then like kind of work backwards from that and say, like, okay. So in your head, you can kind of put together an outline, and a good supplier will help you with this. Like if you were to uh, email me, this happens to me all the time. People be like, hey, uh, you know, like Heather was saying earlier, like they're in their 40s, 10 days, kind of typical Southern Ireland, um, real basic, like, you know, car and hotels. or Dublin, Southern itinerary. Yeah. Typical, or I feel like people say typical Ireland, typical, even though that doesn't yeah. really have a definition. But I, I you and it I would take that me. immediately. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, you yeah. and I know what that means. We're like, okay, cool. Couple nights, Dublin, down through the south. We're going to probably do Killarney yeah. because it's Heather's favorite. And uh, we're going to yep. see some Cliffs of Moher, Ring of Kerry. Shannon. Yep. And that's it. Or back to But Dublin. there's still got to be a price point to that. And so there's totally a price point and i've even put together example like that example of that five thousand versus thirty thousand i can do that with that itinerary you know what i mean like take that in the eight day trip and the thing is is they're both really good trips and i don't take it personally which one is which i like when i'm putting it together as a supplier all i'm thinking about like to me I, it's, I know it's really hard because everyone hates to talk about money and it's tough to ask these questions and to push your client to really like give you that information. But on my side of it, and I, I think this is how I, I wish that more travel pros would approach it, is it's just another okay. piece. This is just a piece of a puzzle. It's just like a sliver of information. And then that's like a key piece of information, but it's just information. It's not personal. So keep pushing them until you do get a number. Because like Heather said, everyone has one. Because the minute you send them like a 10 grand trip and their real number was eight, that then they're going to tell you. So you want to get that in. But their distrust before. is up. Like then you've now yeah. built distrust. So also it's accepting the fact you started the podcast sort of kind of towards the beginning. You mentioned, I don't take a trip without a budget. I think this yeah. is also like us encouraging you to say no. If somebody is so price 100%. conscious, it, I just had this happen, gosh, what, two weeks ago, right? I even thought a potential client wouldn't even pay my fee based on their initial trip planning form. They did pay my fee. We've gone through the process. I ended up refunding 50% of the fee and telling them I was done because they were so price conscious and I well, yeah. I want the best price and best value for my clients. I know what my suppliers are worth. I know what my time is worth. So I'm not the Costco or the cheap Caribbean or whatever word you want to give it um, of the travel industry. And yeah. I've and, changed and my also, wording to say that. I've tried to protect yeah. myself of that. People just you know don't care and don't listen. But then we find out the hard way. Yeah. And, and here's the thing too, like Heather, that's a great point because yeah, you're not the Costco. And guess what? You you can't be. <laughs> like, you can't compete on that sort of, like, just, like, straight-up bottom barrel pricing. And why would you? You know? I don't know. I don't... That's not yeah, the business. Yeah, there's no... People are very willing at. to, like, pay for my time and expertise and what they get on the ground. If there's not a value to them, that's fine. They're just not 
for it's just not a match well and that goes back to like yeah so budget it's not personal it's just a key bit of information so when you do that intake and you get a number that you know is just like not realistic for what you can take on knowing your suppliers knowing uh, the connections you have or it's just like frankly too low for your time like it's it's not personal you can say no to it there are options for those travelers i'm firmly team travel like i don't really care how people travel i want people to travel i think it's best done with a travel pro but if they yeah if they want to book it on their own like more power to you you know, I'm that's actually I'm something cool I say that. to like friends, you know, people who yeah. reach out to me that are that really aren't my, you know, essentially my ideal client or the client that I'll work with. But if they're going, I'm happy. Like, get out there, you yeah. know, whatever way it is. So, and those trips ahead. are right for some people. Yeah. Like you're saying, like those, the, the Costco trip, the, you know, whatever it is, the Groupon, that's that. As much as I, it's not my jam, that's totally correct for some travelers. It's a right, it's, it's just a matchmaking game. Like that's the right match for them. Absolutely. And so the, the kind of other part about this, as far as budget goes, is Katie gave, I think a few examples of, of how to ask, or it's in her supplier cheat sheet, which if you haven't already um, signed up for our emails, please do so because that is one of our freebies is Katie's supplier cheat sheet. But the other yeah. things you can do or you know, what I ask clients in their initial intake form, the plan your trip form is what I call it on my website, um, is tell me about a hotel you love. Tell me about a place you love. Tell me about mm-hmm. a travel, me- your favorite travel memory. Tell me about your ideal Saturday. Um, hopefully, essentially to get out of those, I think I also ask what hotel amenities you want. That helps me gauge something. I do ask budget point blank too. But yeah, actually, yeah. I had a really good example just occur um, this week where somebody actually wrote, I have no idea. It's my first time traveling to Europe. I, I know that it's not cheap, but I also don't want it to be luxurious. That means nothing to me because cheap to them could be Motel 8 when cheap to me is like Hampton Inn. So right. we're And we're right. already at a two different scale there. Like that's apples and oranges already. So yeah. When I spoke to her, and she did happen to write in there too, she's like, we're used to, you know, we like staying in Marriott's. I would love to stay in the Ritz, but my husband won't allow that. But we could stay in Marriott's. Okay, that's a gauge. I now have a gauge of what they probably, you know, spend normally. So then it's a matter when I do the consult of educating her on Europe a little bit. Here's kind of average cost. Here's what hotel, you know, ratings are. Here's what you can expect. So then that way... We also set scale and expectations. What you get for your dollar here is not what you're going to get here, you know? Yeah. And then it's, okay, I think a trip for four, those dates, this is what you're thinking. I think you're going to spend, depending on what air is, easily $8,000 and then gauge the reaction. Yes. If she says, ooh, then I know, (laughs) okay, then I need to tell you that I think we need to scale back dates or you're really going to do, if we're speaking about Ireland, well, then we're B&Bing it. B and being it? I, you know what yeah. I mean? We're, yeah. We're saying in B&Bs. <laughs> um, that's not a verb. <laughs> but <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think it can be. Yeah. You're, you're just we're gonna just going to make it up. You're going to be I'm going to make it. some calls. Let's... They need to do a rebrand. Everybody, B&B. <laughs> hey, B&B you know it. what? 
<laughs> they could take my marketing slogan and just pay me the royalties and we'd be fine. <laughs> um, oh my God. But, I mean, that's that's like the perfect point though. Like you're right. Education is a key part of it. It's not just about like asking them over and over and over again. Like you do need to have the knowledge of the destination that they want to go to enough. And if you don't, talk to a supplier or talk to a fellow travel pro. If you don't know reputable travel pros, come to a workcation. We will introduce you to a lot of really good ones. And then, you know, get ideas. Because if someone messages me and they're like, hey, I mean, like, what's like the minimum I should expect to, like, you know, high season Ireland, whatever, then I can send them a number and they can use that as a starting point. Because you sometimes do need to be the one to throw out the price first to give them that expectation of like Absolutely. what that looks they like. They don't know. They're calling and they asking you because they don't yeah. know. Now, I I want to preface that a little bit with, and I'm sure as you know, as travel professionals, you've you've seen this. People either message you on Facebook, Instagram, or they're sending you a quick email. They're like, they basically want to skip whatever um, intake yes. system you've brought right. in. Where, yeah. like, for me, it's on my website, like, I really force, even if I get an email, I'm forcing them back to that, um, just because that all flows into my travel joy, and it just makes life easier for everybody. But if they're trying to skip that and just get a number out of me, I would say eight chances out of 10, they're not who I'm going to work end up working with anyways. So oh, 100%. 100%. Right? I agree with you but on the that. Yeah. people who go through that process and still don't know, maybe know the number, or, I mean, I... I have one right now. I think my consult with them is next week that they're saying we want to do like two or three countries in Europe for basically five or six thousand dollars. And then she put a note he or she actually that was like, we're not sure if that's realistic. Well, I know that that's not realistic, (laughs) at least not on what I'm doing. But they're asking. They need they want need and respect already my knowledge and expertise and that's that's the end you guys like that's exactly how you know that they already want to work with you that they're going to accept whatever you say now they might come back and say you know what we really can't spend more than seven thousand cool then we're doing this we're scaling it for them so a i think hopefully everybody in sales has been taught not to you know sell it of their own pocket Yes. Out of their own oh wallet, whatever, my this, gosh. whatever the saying is. Yes. That ha- oh my I can't even tell you. Like and I hate I hate to say it. You have some good examples of that. Pros. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It happens. Like spend there's actually this to, for me, this exact same example goes two ways. Like don't spend out of your own pocket and also don't only pick places that you've he- you you've heard of. Um perfect example of this, like this is kind of like a little sidetrack. Um, but it was the same. Actually, we had a budget issue on this one as well. Um, but yeah, they, I, she gave me the rundown. The agent gave me the rundown of the uh, clients, the trip, everything. I made a suggestion that I thought they would be into. So I, I basically gave her two options. I was like, here's what you've asked for. Here is a second option that I, I honestly think they would really love based on what they were into. She wrote me back within five seconds. It was like, uh, no, we'll do this one because I've been here. It's like, ugh, seriously, you're killing me. Right, killing you me. didn't even ask. And, and I didn't even ask, didn't even ask. Like, and that's when it's like, it's not about you. And it does happen to me all the time with budget where they're like, oh my gosh, that seems really high. And it's like, first of all, that's not up to you. Like, why don't you, let, let's let your client decide what's, what's high, what's low. 
what's whatever. I mean, I work with hotels 200 a night up to over 2000 a night. There's a wide range in there. There's all different price points. Um, and the hotels I work with, I work with places that I like and would stay at personally. So it's not a personal decision for me to choose one or the other. It's like, it's simply matching it to the client. So nothing is more frustrating than if I work with a travel pro and I can tell right away, like based on our conversation, that they're like, oh no, uh, like that's too much. And it's not based on their budget, not based on the client budget. Right. It's based on the, the advisor budget. And I'm like, oh, come on now, don't right. do that. So Well, you're doing a do disservice. That, it's a it's a 100%. huge disservice to your clients and you're not you know it's one thing if you kind of if some supplier sends you something like that and you're like okay well i already sent the itinerary sit on it doesn't mean you have to reply right away you wait till the client yeah. comes back or maybe you even wait a day and you're like well i haven't heard from them or you know whatever your comfort level is and then you're like also i had this thought a it says you're thinking of them b you've now you know maybe you present the option you just don't know until I frequently say to clients, you don't know it's in t until it's in front of you, like on my consult calls when they're asking me a lot of yes. questions or we're working through it. I'm like, and I don't know either. Do I have rough ideas in my head? Sure. But I never want to be caught like saying a number than being totally wrong. There's nothing worse to me than that. Um, and I, I like don't say that to put fear into people. It's just a personal thing where I'm like, oh gosh, I hate. I mean, I, I, I do the same. Say the wrong number. I, I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty good at ballparking Ireland. I still won't just like, I don't do that on a console Spit call. Spit out a number. Yeah, no, you don't. Because it's, it's like scary. Know. I know they need a ballpark. Yeah. And I'm like, try, I, I think the problem is too, and I just am very upfront with clients about this, um, happened on my consult call before we did this. I, she asked for the number. I gave a number that I still, I feel confident in. But I said to her, I haven't priced for those exact dates for next year. And I have about 50,000 other numbers running in my head. I don't say that as a negative thing. It's just like, I've also priced Belize today. I've also priced Greece today. I've also yeah. looked at Asia this week. Like, yeah, I, see, that's, you know, I think I we think have to be honest and upfront in that and that our brain is a hundred places. And people are, people are okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Because like, Absolutely. even for me, so this is like totally different for you because you, you know, you're booking so many more destinations than I am. Whereas, you know, people coming to me would expect that I would be able to ballpark a number, which I, I can, um, but I normally don't because there's too many variables and I don't want to, I, I just want to look at like all of the information as a whole. And sometimes when we're on that call, like I know exactly what we're going to do. And sometimes I don't, Heather knows this. She knows my process. Sometimes I will spend like three days and I'll just be like, eh, it's not, it's not right yet. And I don't know what it is. And I, sometimes I just got to wait it out and then I know, and then we'll know what the price is because I'm ultimately wanting to put together the best possible itinerary for you. And obviously, um, you know, being respectful of, of the budget. I'm not saying I just like put together stuff willy nilly, but there's so many, there's so many ways it could go that I don't want to limit myself by just throwing out a number right. as a throwaway. Right. And I, so I also do this when you're working with clients and you're like, I think that it's going to be roughly this, but you know, we don't know what we don't know until it's sitting in front of us. And then yeah. I try to put as much as possible in up front. I'd rather it be higher 
I know we were oh, talking about yes. earlier. If you give somebody a $10,000 trip and they have an $8,000 budget. Yeah. But we're talking about budget a little. And then when I send it over to them, I'd rather it be all in. And I say this to them on the phone and then reiterate it again when I send over the proposal. I'm going to put everything in as possible. We can take things out. It is much simpler on the budget to do that. And you never know what you'll yeah. sell them on. And, you know, I'm not, I kind of hate the word upselling just because so, who really... I know. N- I mean, I don't want to be uh, yeah. upsold to, but I know it happens. Well, for- and no one wants to be sold to either. I, I, but you're right, though. You have to start out higher because what it is is like, and for everyone listening, if you're newer to the industry, this is like something that it comes with practice. Just practice. Mm-hmm. That's really it. It does. It really is. And you'll know because like Heather was saying, like, I, I would rather like go big on the first round um, than to and then pull it back so that's much easier and you'll kind of know what kind of leeway you have and you can also kind of guess it by the number so if i'm working on an eight thousand dollar trip and i know that at eighty five hundred dollars it's going to be significantly better that's what i'm presenting 100 percent. now and you, if and you're, you're on talking a higher scale yeah and you tell them just be like we can pull it down but I, this is what i really think you're going to like and people appreciate that too because they want to know that you're giving them what you really want like think they will enjoy like it's genuine that's why they're coming to you they want that's what they want your insider and advice expertise they want you they want to feel like they've been heard yes yes so 100 sometimes it's also writing down now we're getting very specific on like writing a proposal back but katie you actually do this when you send stuff to me you'll be like i did this this and this you like bullet point things we could also do this we could and that's why i love i mean i was telling katie today i had a conversation with somebody yesterday (laughs) and i was like oh i use she was like who do you use um who's your supplier for island i'm like oh I use this company <laughs> called North and Leisure and trying to be very unbiased in speaking about it. I can't, but honestly, I can't be. And I've I've felt that way for years. I talk about Katie the same way I did years ago. Um, hopefully somebody can yes, you know, she has say, been yes, like, that's true. Her. Heather's been referring me for like for however long we've known each other for four years now. <laughs> and it's because you listen and then you do a lot of the detail work that I no longer have to do, which is a huge savings grace in a hundred ways. Um, but you also give me those those thought processes so then I can just send that over to the client. Hey, we picked this because of this, but if you still want to save a little money, we could do this. I yes. rarely does and that happen that they like want to save that too. money. Yeah. And if you um if if you're working with a supplier who just sends you something, like this goes both ways. If you're working with a supplier who's sending you something and it comes out like over budget and it just has, they're not giving you any context. Honestly, I say this all the time, like get a new supplier because unless you know the destination well enough to be able to like look at that and be like, okay, well, this is what they're getting. This is why yourself, then you, your supplier should be a resource of information of good information for you to send right out to your client like our job on the supplier side is to help you sell that destination i tell everyone all the time like i don't care if you know anything about ireland i don't need you to know anything about ireland that's my job your job's to know the client and then we work together on that freaking men the client is not coming back to you as much because you know the destination it's because you proved you heard them you listened to them and you provided what they needed I just had clients come back from a trip. Um, They went to Hermitage Bay in Antigua, and they specifically said in their feedback form, 
We felt like you listened to us. You provided exactly what we needed. You knew what we needed. You offered us options and you nailed it. And like, obviously nothing is better to a travel advisor than those words. But totally. I, I actually felt, I was like, yeah, I did hear you. I did know what you need. And I feel really good about it overall. Um, obviously, that sometimes gets hard when the budget is like $3,000 and you're like, I know right. what you need, yeah, but you can't yeah, afford that's, it. That's rough. That's rough. I mean, and, <laughs> but you can still provide the service. You can still tell them you heard that. value. And like we were saying too, like those, giving those notes, especially on the first itinerary, like travel pros this goes to you like so if your supplier's not doing it like uh, look for other suppliers but you need to be doing this okay don't just send out an itinerary with like zero context oh my be gosh like, hey, did someone do this- that someone does I, that we need you to know chat. someone has to you know like, guys i mean i well, don't we know need to chat yeah please like at travel caller at instagram us. like message us uh, I will get on a call with you and we can talk about that. Because yeah. I will send you examples, like email email us, and I will send you examples of the notes I send out so that you can see. Um, yeah, you totally have to do that because like Heather said, that's how they know that they were heard and that that's providing value. We are not just like quote machines. We are not, to go back to our earlier examples, we are not Costco. We are not Expedia. We are not just like churning out prices we're building an experience and creating and and providing value and your value is in that insight like that's to me that's what we're really getting paid for amen and if you like guys if if you think you need to be competing on price still we we also need to talk because that market is done that's not a niche you need to be doing that's done they can go if all they want is to book like for best price they there somebody's already providing that for them and in a way that makes sense because the price point makes sense for you know it's a diy service diy get that price if all they want to come to you is basically for justification on what they've picked charge for it be like hey i charge 50 bucks for that you want my opinion on the five places you're considering that's i mean i'm not saying that's right for everybody but there you know if you're willing to do it and you can set the boundaries really tight. Shoot, yeah. what's what are you to say to be like, hey, here's my top three budget properties in Cancun. These are totally. the ones I love. Go get and it. And you, you really like to go back to not being able to compete on price. Let me just like set the back end because I think a lot of also new travel pros, which this will be like, we'll be covering this I'm sure in other episodes along the way, um, don't really understand the back end of how suppliers work, how DMCs work, how OTAs work. Um, obviously, we're all making a cut, we're making a commission. Um, it's it's a mix of what the rates that I have versus rates that like Costco would have um, are based on volume it's also based on relationships. So Mm -hmm. I have better situations at hotels that I have longstanding 10 year relationships with, obviously, because that's how long we've been working together. That's you just become friends with people that way. Um, And cost, you know, if you're sending such like high, high volume, and it's at the lowest margin for the hotel. So yes, that 
traveler doing that or doing the DIY um, and kind of or like Groupon, whatever, they are getting the like bottom barrel rate. Um, The trade off to that is they are at of the lowest priority to the hotel. They are the first one to get walked. If they're overbooked, they are 100% getting the worst room in the place um, because they're a one off booking. Um, If a client comes to a travel pro who comes to a supplier, I'm a repeat customer. Um, my relationship mm-hmm. is valued. Your relationship is valued. It's like a you know client to a Groupon. Uh, they have no value. They're they're trading on the low cost, and so you can't come in as someone on our side of it and provide value and also provide the Groupon price. It just doesn't work. Like you, no, it, it's you and it's never. I mean, uh, for the foreseeable future, it's not going to work. But you mentioned something that I love to harp on to hotels when I get the opportunity is that I am the repeat client. Yes. I think I kind of kills me a bit when hotels don't see it that way. And and the truth of the matter is there's a lot of hotels that don't view it that way. But yeah. the ones that do partner with us do and understand it very well that, that you as a travel pro are the repeat client because you're the one sending them people daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it is. The client that comes may come once a year, but at the yes, that's a loyalty in the world of in the world of vacationers. That's loyalty. But at the end yeah. of the day, and we need to impress them. But like, if you're not working with me or being willing to work with me, and I'm sending you clients that often, it's yeah. a- asinine. Is that like totally inappropriate to say? No, that's right. I mean, it totally is. And that's why this is like a good argument too. like, obviously, I'm biased because I am a supplier. This is but I think that exact is a good argument of why you should be partnering with really good suppliers, because they have that relationship where I'm like emailing the same hotels day in, day out, over and over and over again, and Mm. have been for years. So yeah, my clients aren't treated the same as like a walk in. And uh, that's just how it works. And, and, and also, I mean, like the flip side too, like even if it, let's take the relationship out of it. Like if there was no relationship, whatever, coming from a travel pro, it tend to, tends to be people who are looking for more of an experience versus someone who's going the Groupon route. Um, and the hotel's going to prioritize that anyways, because nine times out of 10, there's, they're going to have a higher spend at the hotel. They're the ones that are going to be booking a nicer room or spend on F and B, exactly. Uh, whereas the others aren't. So you just got to kind of like think it out. Like remember that we're all in business and what makes the most sense for business, um, and then that's how hotels operate. That's a valid that's- point. I think it's hard for travel. I mean, I know personally that sometimes it's hard for me to to think in terms of business instead of just the day in day out grind. Um, but that's right. a, yeah. that's a really valid point. So to to wrap this up actionable items we have for them today to get a budget out of your clients you are going to ask other questions other than budget especially if they don't give you one yeah ask other questions and and really drive to get specific statements so asking them what type of hotel stays they like if they're still being vague you'd be like okay do you like boutique hotels do you want more resorts uh, like what's more important to you, location or experience, stuff like that to just kind of give you a vibe of what they're going for. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And so I those think are the... our... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I, think, uh, I think number two of action item has to be like, but also ask for a budget. 
Make that a requirement. Make them type into your form, I don't know. <laughs> and don't be afraid if they refuse to like say something and then you get them on the phone and you're talking to them and they're like, well, we still don't know. Be like, I, just be blunt. Make them yeah. laugh. You know, hey, I know you got a budget. Like everybody's got a number. Am I going to scare you if I say $10,000 or am I going to scare you if I say $5,000? Yeah. And then, yeah. And that's then, it. so, like, most people do not react poorly to me. I've, I actually can't think of a time anybody's ever been like, oh, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Nobody no, says I, that. Especially when I have them on the phone. No. Yeah. No, you're really, really good at that. And I actually, I like, if this hasn't become obvious by now to everyone, it will over time. Heather is the extroverted half of this duo, and I am the hermit <laughs> of this of this pair. Uh, so I'm like sweating it out on calls still, like every single time. So if this is hard for you, I feel you, but you got to do it. Like you just have to. It just gets um, easier. I've been doing this for a very long. I like I realized that too. A, I'm extroverted. And, yeah. But I still do get nervous. I don't think I don't get nervous. I, there are certain clients, actually, speaking of like not selling out of your own wallet, when I have that $25,000 plus client, I've said this to Katie, like I get a little flustered. I That's oh, not yeah, my own yeah, personal you can, budget. You get more nervous about this. Yeah. I do get, it's like all of a sudden I'm afraid all the expectations, all their past travel. So it, it does happen to everybody. And if you're like, well, no crap, it happens at $25,000. I feel you. I That's... Those are not my normal clients either. Um, just, I feel like I love it's those. important See, those don't make for me you nervous to know. At all. I'm like, great. <laughs> I know, right? You're going to love everything because it's all going to be good. <laughs> I feel like it's because if they tell me 25000 I immediately, everybody sends me something that's 40000 So I'm always like, well, you're right. Oh, I mean, yeah. what's, what's yeah, 40000 right. if you want to spend 25000 Right. I right. do. I do feel like I I struggle still with the supplier end of that of like getting getting them right honed in on the right path. Yeah, getting but, the right budget from them. Like, oh, well, side, yes, we have a good note. budget, not great budget. But. Right, right. Um, side note on this, like as far as putting on your form, if you're not using a plan your trip form, that's a whole other topic. Uh, you should put together an intake form. Oh my! But gosh. ask for budget, and then also ask for. This is something I have on my form now. This is for direct travelers. This is on the advisor side. So if a direct traveler finds me and fills out this form, I have a drop down where they can only select one of two. It's required. They can't submit this form until they answer. And it says, um, it's like, choose one. And it's like, I care about, like, I care more about experience. I just want a great trip. And the other one's like, I'm something like I'm focused on price. I just want the best deal. You know, something along those oh, lines. Where I, I make didn't know you them. Had that. That's genius. Yeah. I make them flat out say it. And no one says, I just want a good deal because, you know, then they realize like, okay, like it kind of, I think that just gives them like a mental shift right there. Like, yeah, no, I'm here for an experience. I'm not here for deals. Right? That's... Or am I, I crazy? No. I love it. I actually think that's great. That's a free um, We Everyone can also do it. Right? <laughs> we can also talk about sometime about the um we should bring Jenna on sometime to do yeah. a talk about how to automate in your workflow. We could go into a lot of detail on that. If, yes. So please let us know. Hello at travelprotheory.com or DM us on Instagram if that's something you guys are interested in. We'd love to discuss that further if that's if that's of interest, um, to know our workflow yeah. processes and how to automate and all that all that good stuff. 
But yeah. um, I had a third thing. So one is ask more questions. Two is ask for a budget. And three was don't take a trip that doesn't have a budget. And edu- actually, number three really should be educate them. Don't be afraid yes. to educate your clients a bit. Um, if you have no idea what it costs, go into a, an escorted tour company's website uh, Colette, here's some free advertising for them. Colette, yeah. Globus, yeah. Um, Intrepid, Insight, any of them. CIE. Go look and see yep. what some, yeah, CIE, Celtic. Go look and see what some general pricing is. And and if they're doing custom trip, I would add, oh gosh, 10 to 15%. Maybe I'm only even on the low end there. Uh, Yeah, I would say, I mean, at least 15%, I would say. Because um, obviously traveling with a group is a different price than traveling independently but that is a good that's a good way to start and for for new advisors those are good resources for you like send me an itinerary that they're interested in and I'm never going to copy it because I'll be honest they usually are like too rushed and not that great but that is a starting point you know what I mean and then that price point is a starting point so that can like open up the conversation and then I can even like have more intel to give you a better outline for you um that's right can you still hear me now you get yeah i don't know why you're getting out every once in a while it's weird oh i can hear you we're gonna see you get so passionate and then you go away we're gonna (laughs) this is gonna be a gamble if this whole thing's recording or if we're just if i'm talking to myself in a closet (laughs) (laughs) let's hope that all right well we hopeful hopefully that was some helpful actionable items for you of course we want yes. to we oh, want to talk i do want to oh, add wait, um i want to add a number four okay go sorry i'm so sorry go ahead no you're good i just thought of it well i didn't really just think of it. we talked about it um oh, number four is just don't be afraid to say no and walk oh, away yeah if the budget duh. doesn't match what you're doing uh thanks thanks no thanks keep on trucking you don't there have will to be do it. bigger and better out there. I promise oh, you so that it, yeah. that has never failed me. That if I have yeah. said no to one thing, that something better hasn't come along has never failed me. Yeah. It won't fail you. No. Yeah. And even even if you were like, oh, but I don't have enough clients. I need to take everything. You no, don't. no, no. You never you do. Don't. We we need to talk about that more in depth about that whole yeah. thought process of taking all the clients just because it's when you first start. So that's a, definitely a topic we should discuss in depth um, so that you don't do that to yourselves, please. Otherwise, we will put the uh, four things in show notes so that you can reference yeah. them. And then like we said, if you haven't um, signed up for our email, please do because you actually get some really great freebies in there, including the supplier cheat sheet, which has some of these, the questions you can ask on there along with um, terms and conditions, privacy policy, and our service fee or my service fee agreement um, are all in the freebies. But we can't wait to chat again. Let us know what you want us to discuss. Yeah, send us a message. And go to, to sign up, travelprotheory.com. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, have a good, have a good rest of your day. All right, bye. Happy travels.